Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I am back. Zach is back. He, like, why am I talking in third person? I went to the Alanis Morissette concert, so I took a little break, and then we didn't do an episode on Monday. So it's been a minute since I've been behind the mic, but I am so ready to be back. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And tonight it is just family. Tonight it's just family. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, like on the finales of RuPaul, where it's like, it's just family, girl. We do not have a guest this week. It is just me and Mo, and we are going to kiki, and we have a lot to talk about because today is like Super Bowl Sunday. Woo! I feel like, you know, when they say it's just family, I feel like Christy and Maggie are our um, Ross and. Carson, Carson. Yeah. very much the very much that um yeah it's like fucking super bowl sunday right now we have potomac and then the premiere of salt lake and sundays are about to be it i am so like excited i've got my lisa barlow tagline crew neck on you know if you take cheap shots always expect a hangover when you take cheap shots always expect a hangover i um, love that tagline so much that that's a, one of my yeah, top that's 10, top yeah, 10 tag in my top two. I, I fucking love, I just adore her so much. Wait, what's your top tagline? Like my favorite one of all time. Yeah. Oh my God. That is such a difficult question. What's yours? I mean, uh, mine's is Erica Jane. Some people call me cold, but that's not ice. It's diamonds. Some people call me cold, but that's not ice. It's diamonds. <laughs> that is, that's a, that is a good dollar tagline. That is a very good one. Um, I honestly, the one that's coming to my mind right now is that if you take cheap shots, always expect a hangover. Like, I think that one is like fantastic. It's probably actually in my top five, but the one that I quote nearly way too often is Jill Zarin's first tagline where she's like, I run with a fabulous circle of people. I run with a fabulous circle of people. <laughs> like, I think that is like so like great. Like, I just love that one. It's like, it's nothing like spectacular. It's not like the most yeah. like amazing tagline, but it was great for those like early seasons where it was like, Do you remember like, in OC when it was just like their random things during the episode and Biggie's <laughs> was like, I don't want to get old. <laughs> yeah, yes. The old taglines were so funny. They were camp like, as hell. They were so they were camp. They were that they were camp. honestly camp. They were camp. That was camp. Mama, that was camp. No, I love like and then I love like uh Ramona's where it's like, I find making my own money an aphrodisiac. Like oh, I love, Ramona's, like, uh I just get fine. Like the one with about the wine, like like a fine yeah. wine, I just get better with time or whatever. That's I a quote, good one. I quote yeah. that so much. You gotta be like that's like a gotta, top tenor for you me. You gotta you gotta use her accent. It was like like, you know, with time. I'm like a fine wine. I just get better with time. Like, it's like the <laughs> funniest fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we have like so much to talk about. I so much to discuss. Waiting to get behind the mic. Like, I was just, I also want to say thank you, Maggie, for um, filling in. It was such a good episode. I listened to it. I was like cackling. And also, I just have a few things to say since I missed that episode. Okay. Clear your name. Clear I, your name. I have a few things to say. No, it was it was hilarious. Honestly, like I was dying, and the shade that y'all did throw at me was warranted and was valid. But I want to say that I have been a PK stan since season seven, and now everyone is hopping on the train. I just want to say that I know that Mo wouldn't fucking or anything like that, but I want. It's so funny. <laughs> see, it's so funny seeing how everyone is like. 
oh, PK, PK. Oh my gosh, the word he's been right since the beginning. I go, yeah, yeah. And who has been trying to tell you that? Me on this goddamn podcast, seriously. Um, so I loved everything that PK had to say about that episode. That last episode of Beverly Hills was like fucking fire. Like uh, the, the, the season just keeps getting better and better. So I guess we just have, um, the next episode. And then I think it's two episodes in San Diego and then crystals. I think we have four regular episodes left and then a three part reunion. Yeah. I'm so excited. Honestly, I don't want this season to end. It's like hurting my soul that it's ending. This has been the most enjoyable season of housewives that I can remember in a long time, maybe since like Roni season 10 for me. Yeah. Like we're week to week I'm waiting for. It and I'm like, on the edge of my seat. I don't look at my phone once. Like I'm so when I take notes, but now I'm just, I'm so excited. This has been the best season of pop Spies, And it's, it's been so good week after week after week. I'm just like fucking glued to that TV and I'm just absolutely loving it. But speaking of Beverly Hills, let's get into. That's my opinion. Cause Modesto and I have some opinions. Okay. So the real houses of Beverly Hills reunion just filmed. And the seating chart came out. Bitch, I got some opinions. Girl, I am so... We're mad about that seating chart. We are not happy about that seating chart. We're it pissed. Is not, it is not something that we foresaw. Like, we had our, like, you know... I mean, obviously, you can go back into the episodes. We did our prediction of, like, what our seating chart would have been. We knew that we knew that Sutton wouldn't get the seat next to Andy because Kyle always gets it, and we knew that Erica was going to get it. So yeah. we at least assumed that it was going to be... Second seat. Why did Sutton get last seat on the couch? I don't understand it. Like I understand. I love Garcelle, but like she hasn't given an ounce of what Sutton's given this season. Like no. she's been a, she's been very much a key player. She's been way better than last season. She's been involved, but like Sutton gave us the storyline. Sutton and Erica are the reason that this season is so fucking good. And Sutton had that whole fight with Crystal in the beginning. So it's not just the her versus Erica stuff. It's like it just makes no sense if you have Erica on the first seat, Sutton in the last. Like you want them screaming face to face. Right. And people stop trying to erase history. Reunion seats have always been a housewife trope. We've always looked at it. We've always talked about it. It's always been discussion for like the entire season. Who's going to get this year? Who's going to get this year? It's more than just a seat. And we all know that. It matters. It matters. It matters. And it's something that the audience has always taken into consideration. And we've always talked about it. It's always been a hot topic. We've always been like, who's going to get the reunion seat? Who's going to do this? I mean, for God's sakes, it's like a huge record breaking thing if a new housewife gets the seat next to andy only a couple people have done it like i mean it's always been a thing so don't act like it hasn't been a thing modesto is absolutely right like it's it matters so like we are right to be angry about sutton getting that fucking third seat on the couch and then and then also kathy just i love kathy i love kathy i'm a kathy stan absolutely adore her I've never seen a friend of get moved up to the second seat for like a segment. Like when has that happened? If you know of that happening, please DM us or something like that. But I, it I happened with, it. it happened with Vicky because she fucking screamed and fought. Oh, that's, that's yeah. so that's different. different. That yeah, is yeah. so different. Okay. Like, yeah, that's, she wouldn't weird. come out unless she got the seat next to him. For God's sakes. Remember Danielle. Staub, My show. Remember Danielle Staub fought and wouldn't come out of the fucking dressing rooms because she wanted the seat next to Andy and they refused to give it to her. Just, like, like, they, they basically like, sat her behind the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you sit over here. They did the Brandy Redmond. You not, you take a seat here. 
they're like, oh God, that, that moment like makes me absolutely cringe. Cringe. But yeah, so that's our like opinions on the reunion seating. Now I want to go into, um, well, we can kind of stay in the Beverly Hills, the 90210. Beverly Hills is supposed to begin filming in November. Um, the cast is supposed to stay the exact same with maybe a newbie in the mix. What do you think, Modesto? I know that you agree. I've with got opinions, decision. girl. I've got opinions. Um, usually when they pick up right away, they did it with Salt Lake City. They've done it with Atlanta. Jersey does it quite often. It means that the cast isn't changing. So there's not a lot of time for contract negotiations. They're not looking for new people actively. I don't think we've seen one casting call for Beverly Hills. Usually the casting calls will leak um, for a city. I don't think we need a newbie at all. I think the only thing that we should have is let's bring back Camille Grammer or Meyer as she's going by these days. Let's bring back Camille into the mix. I think uh, a scene with Kyle, like they had in season nine, where she goes to Camille's house and Camille's just like, hi, Kyle. That was so (laughs) dramatic. Do you remember that? I was like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? The door just opens. Hi, Kyle. And she, she just knew what she had to do. Her, her her head tilt. She was in one episode or two episodes and had confessionals. Like that's an iconic queen. I think if we bring Camille back, she was messy. Beverly Hills wasn't that great the past few seasons, but she was still bringing the mess, like still bringing up Dorit's lawsuits, still Mm -hmm. fighting with everybody. Like she did it. So I think bringing her into the mix will be so fucking messy. She's going to come for Erica. She was coming for Unwatch It Happens Live a lot. So Mm -hmm. I feel like, Let's bring her on. Let's get messy and let's keep the cast the same. And like I said last episode, that gives Kathy a chance to take a backseat if she wants to. But we can have two friend dubs. Atlanta does so many and it works in Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. Atlanta does like a million friend dubs. Um, And I live for that in Atlanta. Like, I love that massive cast. And they always bring all of them to the reunion. And it works for that. I think it could work with Beverly Hills as well. I agree. So going on to um, All Stars 2. Uh, All Stars 2 is supposed to begin filming soon, and Tamara Judge has been added to the lineup. But I am hearing that Vicky has not been taken out. They're that just waiting going for to, be her like to get over eight. COVID. Yeah, I think they're just <laughs> waiting. I think I think she would literally, I think Vicky Gunvalson, if they dropped her from All Stars 2, would storm Bravo headquarters and like have someone's head on them fucking steak like i really oh, she, think like i think they're scared of her at this point they're like we'll wait another reunion moment like, get her off my show this is this is my show oh god um, um i'm so excited for Tamara to be on though i think it's the perfect casting i can't wait to see phaedra and Tamara. like that's just such a weird combo that we've never seen in the housewives universe i'm ready to see brandy and Tamara because i feel like they've gotten into fights on twitter and stuff Oh, yeah. So they've gone at it. I'm so ready to see that. I'm ready for the hottest OC housewife, as she calls herself, to come. It is It is so funny that, like, literally, like, no one even gives a fuck about All Stars 1 now. I don't give two fucks <laughs> about it. I'm like, Melissa Gorga was saying, Ramona's so messy on it. She's the only one that brings the drama. And I'm the only one that's known all the girls. Okay, great. Like, uh, air it and let's go. Do no. you think there'll be a reunion? No. No, right? No. I don't... I- maybe a clubhouse one. I don't know. Like, I don't think like anything like that. Like, um, 
Cause I don't think anything's really going to be, I think this is like mainly just like kind of like a specialist. I feel like it's like very like fan servicey, you know, I feel like it's very, yeah, and I love with like the girls trip vibe that they can just keep doing it and keep adding a ton of different people to it. I feel yeah. like it's going to be so good. And like Luann said, they completely break the fourth wall in it. So they discuss that they're on housewives and they're doing a trip for housewives on it. Yeah. So I think I, that's, really I, did, I did think the funniest, the funniest thing was remember you like remember when because so mo like is a big dnc with the stars person like mo's always watched i always like watch like off and on like if it's someone that i like that's on it i'll watch it if it's not then i'll just like you know but i always will watch the disney night that's about it um <laughs> i've watched every single season <laughs> um lol like kenya in that interview i posted on the story where she's like she's like i've been a fan of the show for 30 years i'm like since 1991 like girl, I wasn't I was like, even born. I was like, says no. Um, but I thought it was so funny because I remember you saying that there was rumors that Luann was gonna be on it. And yeah, then and then housewife. and then Kenya got the slot. And then I really didn't think anything of it. I thought probably it was like um a rumor going around that some housewife was gonna be on it, and everyone thought Luann, and then it ended up being Kenya. But like the way Luann posted. <laughs> like made it seem like they came please, to her with like an please invite read the post and then like and then like like i have to oh my god it is yeah, you have to read it i like, have to read it because it word. is it is it sent me and then also like kenya commented on it did you see that yeah she said i love you so much thank you for the love question mark <laughs> once zach reads the quote it's gonna make sense it, it's okay so it's a picture of them on like their all-stars trip and uh luann goes Congratulations, girl, at the Kenya Moore. You know I'm so jealous, but happy for you. Hating you and loving you at the same time. Heart emoji. Hashtag DWTS. Hashtag break a leg. I was like, it's giving very much like, I could see Kenya going like very much that New York moment. Like Kenya's comment gives me like, she told me to break a leg. Like I was like, break a leg. I'm gonna break your leg. You, you No, I'm gonna get the part. That's what I'm gonna do. You know? <laughs> What's really going on? What's just, okay. Seen her okay. Saturday, last Saturday. She, she's been like saying all this stuff to me. But she's like, I'm gonna break your legs and all this stuff. Break a leg is is a is a is something that somebody says to wish you good luck. Break a leg. How about I break your legs? Break a leg, guys. Right. What did you say to me? I said break a leg, guys. I don't want to break a leg. I'm gonna get the part. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Iconic. You know, and then like Kenya's comment, like going like. Crying laughing emoji. Love you so much. Thank you for the love. Question mark. LOL. And then Luann just like gave like a kiss emoji and a heart. Like so funny. And it makes me think that they came to Luann with like, they're like, we want to get you. Or like maybe her agent or something was like, they're looking for a housewife for Dancing with the Stars. Like uh, they're, well, they're like, throwing your name around. It was just Jared that posted it. So I think it had like Susanna. I think she honestly was probably, they probably did Let's take three to five housewives. Let's put the names out there. Let's get availability scheduling. Let's have calls with them. And then let's, we'll, we'll go with one. Well, you know, what probably happened was like, um, this season of Roni like, Tank. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean. no, yes. But also like Luann is like fucking like in France. She's like traveling. Like you have to be training for like a couple of weeks before the premiere and the premiere is like at the end of the month. And then also, um, 
like they they still have to film the reunion. So like I, I feel like Luann is still like contractually ob- obliged to like Roni right now, and like Kenya, like it's like Atlanta is like on full pause. So yeah, like, they're not picking up those cameras till like late October. Yeah. It's so not. like I and you know they can still also film Atlanta. Like and film, later, film and her on Dancing with yeah. the Stars. It gives her a storyline. Roni's exactly. not going to pick up anytime soon. So, so but, but what's I, interesting I, is that, that uh, so it's funny. on ABC and NBC is part of Bravo. So it's NBC Universal. So it's funny that it's on ABC, but they'll like still give them the rights to film it like they did with LBP. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, Let's hope Kenya to- makes it to Disney night. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Oh my so. God. She'd be like Melissa Finn. That she'd have to be. Oh my gosh! Yes, no, that would That'd be, be like, good. That would be so good. Like, could you imagine her with that? What if they made her Ursula? That'd be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. They're not making her any princess. She she's ain't not a princess. She ain't a princess. She's a villain. She's, she's a, villain. a villain. If I ever did see one, she's got to do a villain. She's one. the best to do it, though. Best villain in the Housewives franchise is Kenya Moore by far. Well, so, there was a tweet that was like, if Kenya was on Beverly Hills this season, she'd bring one of the victims to dinner. <laughs> no, literally. Actually, though, like that would be hilarious. Um, but speaking of villains, um, there, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have thought this, but any, anyways, going back to Beverly Hills, this is kind of a dark story, guys. So, like, put your seatbelts on right now. I don't know. Like, so this the story broke out this week that Denise Richards' daughter is moving out of her house moving out of denise's house dropping out of high school and is claiming that she is free from like the abusive household so i and then she's moving in with charlie sheen i don't know if this is like um just an angsty teenager who just like doesn't want to conform to the rules and it's just like i was like locked in a cage and i couldn't be free and like abuse or if like the heebie-jeebies that we all feel about Aaron are like valid. Like, see, I feel like it's the first one. Cause remember, like, she wouldn't let her dye her hair. And like, she was like, kind of like, I'm not really like over, like, protective or overbearing, but she was kind of like, I don't want you to like live in like your dad's, you know, do the shit that your dad did or like the shit that I did when like we were younger and I want to like protect you. I feel like it's like an overprotection thing. And she's like taking it way too far as being a teenager who has social media. Kind of reminds me of like Kellyanne Conaway's daughter was posting all that shit all the time on social media. Oh, I mean, yeah, she yeah, actually yeah. needed to get the fuck out of that home. But I mean, like low-key iconic for Kellyanne Conaway's daughter. And then she ended up on like American Idol. But um, <laughs> um but couldn't like, sing for shit. <laughs> this I I mean, yes, I like lean more towards what you're saying, but also I could see it being something where like I feel like Denise like played this like facade on housewives of like what she wanted us to see because of her reputation and didn't want to like come across like that. And I think that's why she was getting like, so viscerally like upset about the brandy allegations because she was like trying to paint like a new picture. I don't think like Denise is like this abusive mom or anything, but I could see Denise being like blinded by a man who is kind of like aggressive and a, I'm not alleged. I'm not saying that Aaron is like an abusive person, but he does give me like, you know, when you just feel it in your gut, like it's like that man is when he grabbed her. Yeah, there's something off. Yes. No, someone in our DMs also mentioned that he just is like very like controlling and stuff like that. Like when we posted about the story, I just really there's something about it that does not sit well with my spirit. So like that's like kind of like 
Um, I guess we'll see. Like, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I hope it's not the latter, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll be I, watching what happens live. I really hope it's not the latter, but very, very interesting story. Very interesting. Anyways, that is. That's my opinion. <laughs> Cue the transition. <laughs> Dead. Mo she is died. like die. Like, she died. Uh, Mo loves my transitions. I'm very Wendy with my transitions. Where I just like, very all right, nice. like we're moving on to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, she passed away. Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about what everyone wants to talk about. And that is the Salt Lake City premiere. Let's get into it. Let's get into our Salt Lake City recap. How we approach her I has to be fully respect somebody's feelings. But you can't use it as an excuse to mistreat other people, which is what she has I done for a year. Okay. And continues but to do. But do you feel like I feel like she's been mistreated too? On an unwarranted vendetta against my family. I have not okay. done anything Can to we... Jennifer Shaw. Henry, look at this. It's the holy bread for the Jews. It's called challah. <laughs> yes. That's what I had horrible, to. Despicable. Do you want me to have that conversation with Heather? Do you want me to have this conversation with Heather? Not quite the same. But to me, it is. To me, it is, Meredith. To me, that's the same. I'm not saying you're more deeply wounded. You can't say I'm less. It's hurtful. Regardless, it's hurtful. All right, so let's talk about our Salt Lake City wives. I'm so happy they're back. I'm just like, I've missed them so much. Like I haven't fallen in love with a franchise like this fast in like such a long time. Like I fucking love these women. Um, the opening is chilling. I did not get to talk about this last week. Yeah. What did you think? Oh my God. Are you kidding? I was shaking. I was like I was shaking, shaking. I was like, when Jen was like, can you, can you take this off? Can you take this off of me? I was like, Oh my the God. The moment like, that's been replaying in my head all week is, Fraud. Spending people's, other people's money. Fraud. Fraud. Her and Stu were charged for stealing people's money. Fraud. 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 <laughs> like, thanks for the definition of fraud, Whitney. Yeah, love Whitney, you. like, pulled up, like, you know, like, Miss Merriam-Webster. Miss <laughs> Fraud. Stealing Webster. other people's money. You know, fraud. like, dictionary. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, like, was so chilling. And then Lisa in tears going, like, I don't think she's who we think she is. Lisa and, being like, no, no, and, no. And, Mer- and, and Meredith, she's not. <laughs> like, Meredith, guys, Meredith opened up the like cage. I feel like she's actually like, she was given this episode. Yeah, it's going to, I feel like we're going to have a very Meredith heavy season. And last season, she was kind of like, <clears throat> she was very like, you know, now she's a little disengaged. bit away. She's very, a little, dis- <laughs> little too disengaged. A little too disengaged. But yeah, those, those first two minutes, the helicopters. The helicopter. The helicopter's flying. Did you was... read that they, Whitney thought they were strippers? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's and then the all the women started crying. It's like, it's like all the, all the, it's like Whitney thought they were strippers. They realized that they weren't. The women started crying. Like they're asking where Jen You Shaw have the is. newbie Jenny in the back. Like they said Jen. They said Jen. They said Jen. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh, I like the newbie Jenny so far. We'll get into it. Um, yeah, I, like I mean, they too. didn't really show like much, but like from what I saw, I was like here for it. Um, but yeah, so we open up with those first two minutes. Then we open up with Jen in her new um, Sha Chalet 2.0 because the other one was Elise, like, at, which is yeah. so funny. I feel like she, they're like, you have to talk about it because like they weren't like, I mean, when we all watched last season, we all thought that she owned that shit. And then it came out like later that it was like Elise. It was rented. Which like a lot of them were like, like same thing with like Meredith, like Meredith was renting, but Meredith was a little bit more valid. Meredith was like, I don't know where we're going to end up. Like Seth is like in Canton, which is like an hour away from me. Um, Not you driving to Canton. (laughs) Oh, I would have drived to Canton. Girl. (laughs) Not that. I feel like Meredith's new house is rented too, though. I feel like, a lot of their houses are rented. I feel like Whitney obviously and Heather's aren't and Mary's living in that shack. I don't think um, that Lisa's is. I don't think that Lisa's is rented. Lisa's house is very like cold. There's like no artwork, no nothing. It's a little off. Like her. <laughs> very much that. Very that. Um, but Lisa's coming over and I loved like they were getting ready and they're like, what were they breaking up the ice cubes? And they're like, you have to kind of happen. He's like, these need to be chopped for Lisa's diet Coke. Did you see they also were like cutting limes and stuff for her Diet Coke? There was like 75 limes. Like, how many Diet Cokes is women gonna it fucking have? It was so funny. I, was I like, love oh, a Diet gosh. Coke, bitch. I actually love a Coke Zero. So I'm all on Lisa Barlow's team with this. Oh, 100%. I, love, I have to have like one a day. I love a Diet Coke loving queen. Like, she, like one of my favorite quotes from last season is when she um, takes Henry. Is it Henry or Jack? Henry's the younger one, right? And Jack's the older one? No idea. Or is swapped. I don't know. I don't know those men. They're 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 literally children, Mo. Like Mo Mo is so mean talking about Lisa's kids. One time he like messaged me and he's like, these children are absolute terrors. They're disgusting. And I was like, what did they do? They literally did nothing. Um, You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) But it's when they were doing the driver, like they were um, taking him to like, you know, practice his driving and they pull into like a Burger King or something or like a gas station and she's like all right i'll take a large diet coke like le- like heavy ice like two lemon yeah. go get me a 44 ounce diet coke easy ice with lemon so i'm like it's like the fun like i don't it was just like so simple it was like but the way it just like she just like we parked the car and she just goes on this diet coke order and it's like not just like get me a diet coke it's like boom 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 it was a very that's like, what i order at the bar now that i don't drink i always get a diet coke with like a lime to start and then i'll get like soda water later but i love a diet coke with a lime i do a like lemon's fine too um but yeah so uh we're at jen's Sha chalet um she's showing lisa around lisa's doing her typical like i love that i love, love it. it i love I like it. this i love that <laughs> I love awesome that. awesome so cool it was okay. it looked like the inside of a home goods like threw up inside of there there was so much like furry pillows and like so i loved like i saw this tweet and like it's also made me think of like something that you said as well which like i think you said it on last episode where that you said that like the women that are going to be like the ogs like the ones that like you see lasting are like heather whitney lisa and yeah. like I saw a tweet where they're like, Lisa is kind of like the Ramona of Salt Lake where she's just like very unhinged with like what she says, but you just like, and she's like, not like, 
Like you just like, love her. Like you love her, but like you also like like I mean Ramona's gone off. We're talking Ramona early seasons. Okay. Remember Ramona early seasons where it was just like so unhinged, but you just like loved her. Um is Lisa's giving very much that. Um I think that's like why I love her or whatever. But um Jen reveals to Lisa that uh six months prior, her and Sharif almost got a divorce. I was like, Ooh. What? Which like does not shock me. And then like what they show, <laughs> what they showed, because that man looked like he was over her last season. He looked like he was ready to run at any time, as um, he should. She's psychotic. Okay, remember when we all thought that she was just doing it for the cameras, just to be like kind of crazy, and then that video came out, and we we're like, wait, no, she's actually just like a crazy person. <laughs> he was like berating her assistant and threw a phone at him. I was like, okay, Naomi it's Campbell, like, calm the fuck down. I have the reunion this week you know like freaking out um but sharif apparently like got in touch with like a divorce attorney like i mean it got like serious that leads me to believe that that divorce attorney has been on speed dial for years a long time you don't just google divorce attorney and go to the first one and within 16 hours they come about you've had that man or woman on speed dial for a while now do we think that um sharif is going like to stay just, with her through all this? No. no. Well, okay. That was one of my questions too. But like, do we think that Sharif like was kind of like, has kind of like had prior knowledge about this and was like, I need to get out. Like, I just know that this is no, just, like, hit the I don't fan. think it's an Erica Jane situation. I think he knew absolutely nothing. I think he's like, well, how do you make your money? And she's like, it's okay, babe. We like scam. We like, you know, we get money. For people <laughs> I think she told him that they scam. She like, has to know this. She's like, but it's legal. It's legal. It's just it's okay, baby. We scam. It's like a telemarketing thing. <laughs> I can't. It's also so funny that like people don't, aren't going after Jen Shaw the way they're going after Erica Jane because like she technically did steal from like a shit ton of old people and like took all of their like life savings and stuff, which is fucked up. And she's like the ringleader, so it's not a situation where I think it's Erica's husband did. But there's victims, and these aren't truly victims. But it's, also, it's, Erica wasn't the one doing the crimes. I think it's truly because. Erica is way more in the limelight than Jen Shaw is. Like I like Jen Shaw is a fairly new face to people. Yeah. Like Erica. And people Jane have hated someone, Erica for years. Yeah. Erica is someone that we've like known for like years now, you know, like yeah. and that I feel like people were like waiting for her takedown in a way. Um, so I just don't think that, I mean, Jen Shaw is so brand new in the situation. Like, I don't think that people are like, Oh, like, like, jumping at that and that's like a hot topic to talk about i think it will be after the season i think that it's gonna become like a thing where it's kind of like beverly hills right now because beverly hills is gonna end soon and we're gonna want to focus on something else and by the time beverly hills ends i think that's when the jen shaw legal stuff is really going to take a head on salt lake so it's just perfect timing (laughs) for our entertainment (laughs) literally so perfect um, but yeah, so she says Sharif got a divorce attorney. I was cackling at the silent montage of her like freaking out and like yelling. It was just like these haunting images playing like, you know, on the on the screen with her just like, you know, mouthing like, you know, and it's like those scenes where she's like, I'm gonna freak, I'm gonna, like just all of her meltdowns. Um, and I thought that was, you know, funny. Um, but so then Lisa brings up meredith and how she wants them to have peace because meredith and lisa are really close um but meredith and jen aren't speaking um and then we get something that had my jaw on the floor it is so crazy 
how things line up on these shows and and production so eerie it's creepy like remember like on beverly hills like in the first couple episodes like erica was wearing like an orange jumpsuit like she was like talking about like things that like she like it was was just talking about like the police and wearing a wire like it was just there was so much foreshadowing like a lot of foreshadowing and then this foreshadowing moment was by far the most like jarring like when she goes to lisa she was like you know, like I'd do anything for you. I'd go to jail for you. I haven't been to jail yet. I was like, my and like that's hit. not even a common expression. Like people would say, I die, you know, I die for you, girl. Like I die for you. Like I, you know, I'd go to bat for you anytime. I'd never heard anyone say, like, I'd go to jail for you because I'm not going to jail for anybody. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it was insane. I literally was like, I was like, Lisa Barlow quote. I, I was like shook. I felt like shook. <laughs> I was like shocked. I was like, this is crazy. Like what on earth? It was um, insane. But yeah, so then we cut to Meredith and Heather's coming over. LOL at Heather, like just in like full ski attire. Like I like sending me. Like you couldn't have waited to do that like later or tomorrow. Like no, why it was you so funny because I was like Meredith in like this like super like chic like fashion ensemble and then like not like super fashion, but like at home, for home. It was for being at it was home, for a home chic. scene, she was giving a lot. And you know, she, like at that time, brown was like the color of the moment when they were filming. Like everybody was wearing like that head to toe chocolate brown like a few months ago. So I feel like she was very much like trying to be on trend and it was cute. But I was like, for your house? <laughs> but then Heather in that full, like. She didn't even take just, the glasses off. She kept no, the she was on. just like, <laughs> goggles were on her head. I was like, this is so much. Um, but guys, like, I have something to say. Heather bothers me. It, there's something about her that I don't like. It's, I don't know what it is, but I, it's like part of it's like too try hard. Part of it's like, I don't know. There's something there, but we'll see. There's something that I see what you're saying. And I really saw it in like this episode a little bit. And I'm seeing it more and more. I think I saw it more at the reunion last season. That's when it came to a head um, when I was like, she's not the girl she's been pretending to be. No, she's definitely like, I think she's definitely like, a cool like girl to be around. Like, I don't think she's like this, like awful, like human, but I definitely think she's self-aware that she is on camera. And like, you know how like in big brother, how like some people, like they just like in the eight, the new age of big brother, like they know they're going to be on TV. They know that they know this and they're like trying to like get Instagram cloud, you know, like, I just feel like, I feel like Heather's doing a little bit of that, which I don't like hate her for. Like I understand, but at the same time, I want her to be like a little bit more authentic and show that side. Uh, I think Heather's a good time girl. I like, I'd hang out with like Heather. I know like, I think she would be like a cool girl to hang out with, but I definitely see what you're saying and how she's not what she is showing. It, yeah. 100%. I I don't know. It's not given what it's supposed to give. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. Um, Heather talks about being called like a good time girl. Speaking of good time girl, that is one of my favorite Lisa Barlow quotes. She's like, uh, you know, she's like, she was like a honor code. What? I used to hear stories. I think she was like the one that was like honor code. What? (laughs) Honor code. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's it. Lifts up top. Lifts up top. She's like, I don't, I don't know her. Like she was like, mm, like very much Mariah Carey energy. Very Mariah Carey energy. Um, 
but I just thought it was like, you know, funny. So we're just all we're doing right now in this episode, like this premiere wasn't like insane, but it was definitely was like it's setting the groundwork for the rest. Yeah, of the and it made then. me feel happy. Yeah. I just, it I was wasn't, just like, it I was wasn't just, this like insane Housewives episode. It wasn't a no. great, great premiere, but it was like setting the groundwork for what's to come this season. I really think they should have really fought hard to have an all group event in the first episode. I think all first episode of Housewives should catch up and then end with an every single cast member event. And then move forward from there. I don't think we should have like they ended this episode with four of the or the second from last scene was four of the seven housewives. I think we should have all the housewives in one scene together in every premiere. I agree. I agree with you. Um, But I did love just like catching up with the women because I did miss them. Um, But so then we cut to Whitney and uh, Whitney's like, you know, seeing her stepkids. Her stepkids are like almost her age. The 23 Um, year old was hot. Okay, um, I have something to say. <laughs> Mo could probably guess what I'm like about to say right now. Anyway, um, I love like, like Whitney's husband isn't like wealthy, wealthy, wealthy in my opinion, but I do love like a wealthier, not super, super, super hot, but like there's something about Whitney's husband that I'm just kind of attracted to. I can't like describe it. I don't know what it is. Like there's just something like you attracted to an old man shocking. <laughs> Pretends to be shocked. <laughs> that that's the gag. Um no, there's something about Whitney's husband that I'm just like kind of like I want no part in that child. Did you notice that she was wearing a Brooks Marks? Uh, yes, I have that in my notes right now. I was like, yeah. Whitney in the Brooks Marks tracksuit. I live, lol. <laughs> They're really pushing for this, like Whitney, um, Meredith, and Heather like alliance, and it's just because they hate Jen. They have a common enemy, so they're like, yeah. let's link up because you know that they can, couldn't stand each other last season. No, not at all. Um, but this whole like segment had me like giggling and like laughing and I want to hang out with Whitney. Like I want to like, love Whitney. She seems so fun. I love her. See like Whitney's authentically herself on camera. Yeah. Like she's like that, not on camera, on camera. She's a good time girl. Whitney, if I'm ever in Salt Lake and you're listening to this podcast, I would love to like t- take me on the slopes girl. I'd love to hang out and drop a few yeah. takes. Like I was so, I was laughing. I was her like, dropping that like, fucking cake. I was dead the the amount of time she dropped it she was still drunk. trying to pick it up she was drunk as fuck she was so drunk yeah obviously she dropped it twice and was trying to salvage it and then like and then like uh scooped it back onto the platter and brought it back out with the candle she brought the it back that- out with all the forks inside of it <laughs> <laughs> when, when she was lighting the candles after the first drop i was like girl this is no it's done like there's certain things that when you when it hits the floor it's game over it's done there's certain things that you can like pick up like a potato chip maybe but like maybe that's a maybe but like there's something there's things you can pick there's up, things you can pick up but like a, a a cake like frosting no it's it's done it's game it's over. like a cake noodles you can't pick up noodles <laughs> <laughs> like if you're ramen bitch, it's the floor it's toast it's gone yeah it's, it's done. done bitch you drop in noodles that's disgusting a Ew, cake gross. that's disgusting Sick. like a chip that's fine maybe like i don't know a piece of tortilla like something you can quickly pick up you know like you, if you can blow on it and like everything flies off of it then you're fine but if you can't then no, no. <laughs> just don't do it um but they were like having like a phone party like i was like girl it was fun they it was can... giving it was giving very much interbelt on a summer night like oh, yeah. <laughs> interbelt's the gay club in canton 
Well, it's in like in Akron. It's so, in Akron, yeah, yeah. But same that's difference. not too, yeah, same thing. Akron, Canton, whatever. Seth Marks, you know, you probably know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is not a rumor. I just want to like put that on the record. I'm not. It's not like, the roundup. It is not the roundup. We are not having a Dallas storyline here. No, um, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, she uh, drops the cake twice, um, and then we cut to Mary. Oh, Mary. Mary, Mary, Mary. Mary, Mary. Is Mary the kookiest character we've ever seen on Housewives? I'm trying to think of someone else who even touches Mary's kookiness, and I really, like, can't, I I can't think of. No, we don't have anyone that's married a family member before, so. No, or who has talked to mannequins in their closet. Or who thinks that the voice of Jesus Christ comes through her. (laughs) Like we might have had that's some of those, like, actually. That's not like an uncommon thing for people to say, it's, but it is. But what? But with her, like my dad says that. <laughs> like, I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> I, my dad doesn't say the voice of Jesus Christ comes through him, but he, you know, like as a in, in Christian households, you you say you like hear G, like you can like talk to Jesus or you talk to God or like when you're praying you talk to God. So like that's not an uncommon. But thing, he's but, talking like, back. But like that, like. I they mean, hear him talk back though. When you pray, it's in in I don't know, like do you come from a religious background at all or no? No. My grandma went to church and none of my family really went to church after. Well, I was just wondering because you're Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican. No, no, my like, grandma was like, very religious. Like some of my family members go to church. I have like a like some people are very religious in my family, but like my immediate like large large family, none of us are and I did go to Catholic school for like uh like 5 years or something like that, but the nuns hated me. <laughs> I was literally always, always suspended. I'd come in and have in-school suspension every week. That is not shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but like when people say praying, like it's that, like, that's like talking to God. Like you're Yeah, but does he God. talk back? I think that Mary believes he talks back. Well, I think you like, I don't think people actually like. And that's just called hearing talking. voices at that point. And but like, no, Mary, like Mary comes from. Okay, and this is no shade. I do not want to like offend anybody, but like Pentecostal is like very different. Like, there's different like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, of Puerto like, Ricans who are Pentecostals. Oh yeah, and, and like that's another level of crazy. That's another level of. Religion. I'm gonna call it crazy. You can call it crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna call it religion. I'm not gonna like diss anyone's religion. I think all religions are valid, but like, um, I don't. <laughs> like some of them are super problematic. Okay, no tea. Like the, like, the, 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 church, of, the, the church of Scientology. Oh, the religion. Definitely. No, Christians. A lot of Christians are crazy. The religion of Christianity, to its core, is not. But there's people that make it nutty, and it's uh, yeah. I mean, Mary Crosby, <laughs> Cosby, okay. not Crosby. Okay. Mo keeps Let's... calling her Crosby, and it sends me every single time. I I'm think like, I'm gonna continue to call her Crosby. <laughs> Crazy Crosby. Crazy Crosby. <laughs> I worship the God in me. I'm not God. It's a very, it's a lot. Like uh, a lot. when she was like, I, and, and, and during the pandemic, I just started talking to myself. Started talking to the mannequins. I was like, well, you were locked in that closet as like a potential friend of her full-time housewife for like six weeks. And that was like, just like ridiculous. But no, she's so kooky. And apparently she is giving her kookiness over a podcast now that intro for the podcast sent me (laughs) i mean not everyone has to have a podcast i know we're saying this from a podcast guys but like we don't need to hear everyone's opinions especially not hot bravo like liberties because you know they're just going to give it up in like six months that's the thing yeah no like and they're never like long lasting like 
I'm actually searching to see if Mary Cosby's podcast is on Apple. Podcasts I was gonna, right I was no, I was gonna search that too, guys. Um, it's nowhere to be found. <laughs> what was it called? I don't fucking know. The Voice of Jesus Christ with Mary Cosby. That's not what it was called, was it? That's not what it was called. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, um, but yeah, the montage of her talking to herself like sent me. Um, so Mary said she's had like a hard year since the church was closed because of COVID. A lot of church. Most churches, you should have been closed during COVID, um, but like a lot of churches were. And she's talking about that. She's talking about smoking weed. Like She's like, what's it called? Uh, you got a blunt, a blunt. It's like smoking a blunt, smoking no, trees. I was dying, though, when she goes, it has a distinct smell and I smell everything. <laughs> you smelled like hospital. I'm sorry. I, I just smelled a hospital. Okay, but she was like, honestly, looking back, like, hospital does have a smell hospital has a smell and if you stay in a hospital long enough you smell like a fucking hospital like, yeah you need to bathe after i mean it's smell. not like a visceral like i don't get like the reaction that she got where she was like gagging i would like, never be able to tell if someone came in the room like oh you've been in a hospital but like you can smell it on yourself you know oh yeah when you smell no. your clothes like oh i've been in a hospital like this is gross it's like going into a subway for like le- more than five minutes you're like i smell <laughs> like a fucking subway right now not a subway not the train station guys i'm talking about eat fresh <laughs> no i knew you were talking about eat fresh but then i thought about the subway too and the subway i know i'm like any well. new yorker listening to this is gonna think i'm talking about like the d line no i'm talking about eat fresh you're talking about like five dollar foot longs yeah they're not five dollars <laughs> anymore bitch they're expensive no, they're expensive they're so pricey mm-hmm. um but so then we get to meet our new housewife jenny mo what do you think about her Love her. I think she's cute. I feel like she has a good um, personality. She's bubbly. I feel like I'm excited to get to know her from what I've read. She gets very messy. She's very opinionated and she does not hold her tongue. So I think she's has the makings of a good housewife. We'll see. I do too. I was like very like, so her and Lisa have been friends for about 10 years and her like backstory was like kind of like crazy. Yeah, I mean, escaping Vietnam, like, I think any of those kind of stories are really fucking nuts and, like, so interesting. And a lot of those people who are refugees do become, uh, like, super Catholic or Christian because Christian or Catholic people usually, like, go to refugee camps and then bring people back to the United States. So there's a lot of, like, history in that where they become either, like, super, like, Republican or super, like, conservative because they were saved by a Catholic or Christian, like, uh, organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's very true. But they were taken by, like, pirates, like... Yeah. And they were put in, like, a camp. Like, I was, like, at all of this, I was, like, oh, my... Oh, my god! Did you catch her children's names? I did not. Okay, would you like to know them? I would. Her Her son's name is Atlas, and the other one is Triton. I don't... Didn't catch the daughters, but I'm gonna guess it's, like, Poseidon. No, not Poseidon! (laughs) like Ariel. I'm just kidding. It's tsunami. Like there, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking like waterworks going on. They're very. Um, I didn't talk about piss play either. Girl, I don't think anyone was thinking that. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. You just that's what whore. they call it. I know it's called uh water waterworks. water sports. Not waterworks. Uh, water water sports. water sports. Yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. Just I mean, gross. actually, I'm, I'm not yucking anybody's yum. Do it. I am. That's gross. Zach's like, I will not condemn any religion. And I'm like, fuck religion, but you can piss on who you want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very backwards thinking. But anyway, um, but like what, when her daughter was like, 
uh, when Lisa was like, how are you doing in school, honey? Are you getting like A's? And she's like, oh, I got straight A's. I don't got any B's. We're, we're Asian, not Bayesian. Yeah, no B's. That's why we're Asian, not Bayesian. Oh my God. I was like, I, I was like, now that's a star. That's a star in the housewife child in the making. I was like, this girl, this little girl, this little nine-year-old saw the camera and she's like, all eyes on me. All Comedic right, timing. This. Yeah. She, she's yeah, doing she, what little Portia thought she was doing when she was nine. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was so funny. Go off Poseidon. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> work Poseidon. Not Poseidon. Um, but then I also like gagged when she basically called like Jenny, the new housewife. She called basically called her husband a butterface. She said from the neck up, I was like, oh, it's okay. But I didn't even tell him that it was too late. <laughs> I was like, well, you're saying it on national television. Like, I think that they're like an equally looking couple. They I do too. I, th- yeah. I didn't think he was like a butterface. I think he's like a handsome man. He's, he's not a handsome much, man. Like, yeah. He's a handsome man. Like, she kept calling him a doctor too. Like, he's a chiropractor. <laughs> like, Are on. chiropractors like, do they have their doc? Like, their. I think they have to get their doctors, right? Me and Mo didn't go to school yet. <laughs> Girl, I barely graduated high school. <laughs> I did two years of college. Um, but yeah, it was very, I, I did enjoy meeting this new housewife. I think she's going to be cool. Um, but then yeah. we cut to our other Jen, Jen Shaw, and we get to see the aunt with the legs. Yeah, it's a really full circle moment. Full circle moment. Yeah, I'm, I, I was very happy we got to like meet we we got to put a face to like the story. Wait, did you see Jen tweeted that she passed away? No. Yeah, she said um aunt, what was her name? I forgot, but she said aunt like blank uh passed away on June 24th with like a heart. I know, so sad. Oh, that is sad. So she didn't pick her up from the crime scene, I'm guessing, cuz that happened after. Or no. She um. could have when did that when did that happen? No, I feel like that happened in like um Yeah, she could she probably picked her up. I think I think yeah. Yeah. I think well she won't be indicted. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. <laughs> I hate you. Oh my god. That was funny. Okay. All right, let's go let's continue. <laughs> let's continue. She will she won't be indicted. <laughs> That's a positive. I was going to make a joke, but it would have been really bad. I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> let's cut some of that laughter. Okay, let's go. Uh, but anyways, uh, so then we uh, cut to Heather um, and they're going to one of those little like igloos that were like super popular during the pandemic. I'm sure that they're like very popular, honestly, in Salt Lake, like, yeah, but they were super popular because like, you had like your little group of COVID friends and you couldn't like spread it to the restaurant. Right. They were and all over. So it's Heather, um, all the girls except for Jen, Jenny, and Lisa. Um, right. And Meredith reveals that her father passed away. Really sad. Um, so sad. It was the most emotion we've ever seen out of Meredith. Oh my gosh. Meredith, yeah, that yeah. flashback made me really sad when she was like, mm-hmm. sobbing. And Even sad, in the sad. confessional, she was breaking my heart the entire episode. It's really sad. 
I really enjoyed Meredith's episode a lot. Yeah, the honestly, this sounds fucked up, but like her father passing um, humanized her more. Like she was very cold last season. I think that we didn't get to see a lot of her personality. And she wasn't just cold this episode, or she wasn't just like emotional about that this episode. But I think like the fight with Jen, she was a little bit more like emotion about, like she showed a little bit more human. human. Yeah. Human emotion. Um, But yeah, we, um, but then we get that flashback to like, like, Mary going like her is like, oh, like I relate to you. I know Heather relates to you. And then we flash back to that reunion moment that was so weird to me. It was so which, cringe. Which, what, like when Heather goes, my father passed away. Um, and Mary with a big ass grin on her face goes, mine did too. Like we, it was the weirdest, most chilling thing I think I've ever seen. I was like, what on earth was that? That what? was so weird. Like what was that? I'm it was, sorry. It was so un- it made me so uncomfortable. I remember like screaming at the reunion. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Mitch, no one asked. Mine did too. Mine did. She too. looked like a psychopath. It was like so scary. Um, but yeah, and then um, Heather reveals that she hasn't talked to Jen, and that Jen called her a racist, which is very interesting because didn't Mary recently also call Heather a racist? She did. So what are we not seeing? Like, what are we not seeing? I'm like very confused because like, you know, Heather, I'm not saying that like, you're not a racist. If you like, if you date people, yeah, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that, but like, it's very weird that Heather would like Heather, like made those statements. And, and then it's also kind of like making me think like, you know, maybe you're right about like her, like saying certain things on camera to like, try to like appease the larger viewing audience. Um, right. So we'll have to, we'll circle back on that one when it comes around. Cause I'm sure that they will talk about that at the reunion. Cause of what Mary said, cause I don't think they were filming when yeah, Mary she said it after the fact. Also, like the allegiances are changing so much this like season because you see like Mary. later Lisa isn't picking up Jen's call. You see later Heather and Jen make up. Heather or Lisa and Meredith are fighting. Like it's very much pressing shuffle and just seeing where the fights click. Heather like loves Jen Shaw in a weird way. Yeah, she it's kind of like um a Leon Ramona type of way. Like they like Heather has this like weird infatuation that she wants Jen to like love her as much as she loves her, you know? Yeah. It's very much like be my friend, be my friend. Very, very weird. But then um, Heather is just like going like, I don't know. Like there's just something about Jen sometimes like when her friendship and then like, she just gives you this juice, like, (laughs) and Mary's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Why? Like in her confessional, she's like, you're not, you being friends with someone that doesn't treat you right. That just doesn't make sense to me. That's not juice. That's a choice. Yeah. She's like, I don't want none of Jen Shaw's juice. <laughs> Did you catch um, Whitney trying to hold her laughter in when they were blessing the food? Yes. <laughs> that would have been me. I would have been like, shut up. I'm eating. I can't with that. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I can't tell you um, how many times. Like, so like when we go out to dinner or whatever, like my dad always like wants to bless the food. And he does it as soon as anybody's food gets like touches the table. Like, so like, even though I, we all know that the waitress is just going back and getting more food and it's coming right back. And it's going to be a really uncomfortable situation when they're just standing there with hot plates of food at the cheesecake factory, waiting for us to fucking finish praying. So I'm like, always like my dad would be like, all right, let's uh, give thanks for that. And I'm like, dad, wait, I'm like, wait, 
There's more like, food you can play, but there's more food coming. Okay, like they haven't even brought out our pasta I've, yet. Like I'm like, wait, I'm like, chill out. I've never been at a table with someone who's tried to bless food ever. Oh my gosh, my whole my whole entire life. Yeah, I was like, when you asked if like I was, my family's like religious, but I was like, yeah, people go to church, but no, not no. I I come from a like a very religious background, um, girl. But um, yeah. So, wow, <laughs> man, mama, the 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 juice and the prayer. Um, but yeah. So then, um, Meredith says that Jen has been. <laughs> This whole segment, I don't think I laughed like so hard ever. Like I was, she's like, Meredith says that Jen has been liking comments about Brooks that are homophobic, which horrible. Um, I didn't see any of them being like very like, I, it was mostly like gays just being like, you know, like, oh, he's like, you know, they this. called him like, like pretentious. Like, yeah, like and calling and- him pretentious, you know, like. There was no um, F slurs. Like I was expecting that F slur to come up on the screen in two seconds. And the word that did come up was twink. Twink. <laughs> she, Mama. Goes, she goes, she liked a tweet that called Brooks a twink. And I was like, if calling someone a twink is like, homophobic, then I'm homophobic as hell. I, I, love same. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, you know how many times I've been called a twink to, I, I, I'd be a billionaire if I had like, a fucking dime for every single time I got called a twink before. I don't think like, I'm a twink None of that was homophobic. Also, we got into a whole spiel of Brooks hasn't come out yet. Like, Meredith is making it seem like he hasn't come out yet, but he has kind of come out. She's like, he's still figuring it out. He doesn't even talk about it with me, let alone Jen. And I'm it's like... It's very, like, confusing. I'm, like, kind of just, like... Um, if you I, want to suck dick, suck dick. Like, come on now. Well, like, But his like, mom is just not, so, like... Meredith gets... Gonna- very much liberal vibes like she's all into like these fashion designers and like they've lived in new york for a very long period of time so like but even the know. even the like most liberal families that i like know or whatever like even like some of their kids have a struggle like coming out it's still like a hard process i'm not gonna ever like it's a hard process like, for everybody I'm yeah not, i'm not gonna clock like anyone's like coming out story or when they come out or when they come out of the closet that's not what i'm right. gonna clock but and I'm not saying that Jen has like a right to like just go on and attack like Brooks, but he was saying on national TV in front of like the cameras, like I saw her vagina. Like as if it was the discussion that we got into like with Jersey before, like with the Gia thing, like when is it acceptable for the kids to come into play? If they're like in their twenties, like there's a bunch of people on Twitter, like she's coming after a kid's sexuality. Okay. He's not 14. He's fucking 22. Like when is it acceptable for them to kind of like push back? Like, I'm not saying what Jen did was right, but her defending herself against him. Like when he did bring up all this stuff about her on camera, it's like, okay. And he plays in the waters too. Like he'll post uh, things on TikTok and things about Jen too. So like, right. You know, it's not like, completely one-sided yeah but i do think that like her liking and like all those tweets like come on girl like that's just i don't think she needs to like eat. she does she doesn't need to engage you don't need to engage with someone trying to, to say that he wants to get slapped because he's a prissy bitch or a sissy, like, bitch. A sissy bitch like if someone it's, calls him a twink on twitter you do not need to like it you can just laugh about it with sharif i don't know what to tell yeah you. is he a twink absolutely very much very much a twink <laughs> Not, like, and I like I would hit it. I'd hit it in a second. I, I know you hot. would. I like, know you would. Very, very much not. my tease. No, I'm very much more Seth. I'd take Marks. that pretty face for a ride. But like, anyways. <laughs> um. Anyway, child. Anyway, child. That made me. That part made me laugh so hard though. Like when she was like, he, she liked a, tw- a tweet that called him a twink. 
Um, hearing Meredith say twink just kind of like built my serotonin up. I was like, ooh, uh, <laughs> I was invigorated. <laughs> so then we cut to Meredith and she's having a Shabbat dinner and she's um, another Shabbat dinner on Housewives this year. Um, and she's having the Barlow's over. This felt, oh, excuse me. This felt like, um, like this is like the moments that I really like in housewives where it makes it feel like something like very relatable where it's like, Oh, the Barlow's are coming over for dinner. Like, you know, like when you would like be at your mom's hot, like, you know, you'd be at home and like, we're having like a family come over and we're like, these are our close family friends and we're going to kiki and have dinner and stuff. Yeah. Like my family never did that. Cause my family is so large. I have like eight aunts. So it'd be like my aunts coming over and they lived across the street. So the door was always unlocked and they just came over. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we'd always have like on my mom's side, like on my mom's side, everyone pretty much like lives in Puerto Rico, except for my aunt and like my abuelo. And then on my dad's side, we have our cousins and stuff, but like, it's different. Like, I feel like if it was like my mom's side, they'd walk in, but on my dad's side, it's a, it's a knock. <laughs> it's the Puerto Rican versus the white thing. Like yeah, very much white funny. people aren't that close with their family enough to just be like, come in my home. It's like, you got to call or something. Like if my family ever called, like, can I come over that? My, that never happens. That's the door is open. The door is open as Nini said, but she said it's closed. Um, but so we get like, you know, the Barlow's coming over and like, okay, at first season one, like Lisa was like, my husband's like so sexy. And I was like, oh, I don't really see it. He kind of looks like Slender Man to me. <laughs> and then now John, I have like John Barlow is hot. I'm sorry. I, you're a you're a mess. I have a like you just like any man that's either married to a no. housewife or is of a certain age. He's hot. I'm like literally, he's hot. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do like a poll on like the Instagram okay, so and we'll next see. week you're gonna be like, uh, guys, you know what? Ugh. Bold statement here, but like Tom Girardi's kind of fine. No, I'm, no, no. I have a line. Like wow. I'd take that man home. No, I would not. I'd go to the assisted living. <laughs> if he was like, shut up, Zach, I'm talking. I'd be like, ooh. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm Tom Girardi. $25 million loan into your account and don't question it at all. Tom Girardi's not it. But no, John Barlow's hot. Sorry. He is. He's got a good bod. He's got like a nice chiseled face. He's got like, I don't know. He's just got something. There's something sexy. He literally him. looks like what's that move uh that movie um powder. Do you know that movie? No, what's that? Look it up, guys. It's like the pale white person with like the bald head that like comes into like society and they don't know where he's from. American Horror Story season 10. Yeah, tall pale person, <laughs> number one, two, three, four, and five. This season of American Horror Story is fucking fantastic. It's really good. I I do like it. Wait, I'm googling this now no he does not mo <laughs> anyone who's seen powder please dm us and let us know because it's like one of those iconic like hbo movies that's like always on at like 5 p.m on a saturday it's got a 50 percent rotten tomato score so i wouldn't give it too much <laughs> i didn't say it was good bitch <laughs> <laughs> no john barlow is like very 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 attractive okay anyways let's get back to the shabbat dinner yeah, so Meredith and um, Lisa sit down and have, like, a conversation. And Meredith is kind of frustrated that Lisa, like, even, like, entertains Jen or is, like, friends with Jen. Um, and that's where, like, Lisa was kind of like, well, like, if I was, like, you know, like, I'm, you're friends with, like, Whitney and Heather and they are not, my, like, they've right. done things to me. Like, why is it, like, not the same? And I agree with both parties, like, because it's, like, 
yes, like the Whitney and Heather thing isn't the same level as Meredith. Right. Like, like few Jen went after Meredith a lot more. But but if your friend is saying that it makes them feel uncomfortable and they're hurt by it, you just have to take that at face value. Your friend is hurt and like it's you guys are both hurt. Like you have right. to like there's another you, level to you can't this, be like there, you can't be like, oh, I'm more hurt than you, or blah 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 blah. Right, right, right. That's when it gets like, and that's what Lisa was saying. She's like, I'm not trying to say like your feelings are more valid than my feelings or anything like that. Like you're more hurt than I'm hurt. But like there's a different level here. They're co-workers at the end of the day, they're filming a reality show. Somebody's gonna have to hang out with Jen because Lisa seems to be the only one that wants to. Right. And it's like in real life, though, if I don't fuck with somebody and you're like one of my best friends you better not fuck with that person either. Yeah. Like, period. And I mean, like, you can call it high school or whatever, but I call it, like, loyalty. Like, I'm not going to have you kicking with someone who is has either done me wrong or doesn't care for me. Like, sorry about it. Well, funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny that you bring that up because there's a lot of people that say that about my friendship with you. <laughs> well, listen, if you're talking about certain people, I they still talk to me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they might not admit it, admit it as much as they want to be <laughs> like like uh and I, you have a podcast with mo i go yeah that's your problem not mine uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i don't know I've, I've like unless it's like a huge 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 thing i like tend to stay pretty neutral now if it's like something crazy then yeah i'm gonna be like I, okay i can't Sorry. I mean, if it's like an acquaintance type of thing, but I'm talking about like my closest, closest friends. Like if you're in my inner circle, which I keep very like small, like my top, like, you know, my MySpace top eight, like I don't need you being friends with my enemy. If it's something that's like small and you guys are disagreeing and it's like a whatever thing or something that happened in the past, like whatever, get past it. But if it's like pretty recent and they're like my enemy, not that I give enough energy. I don't give enough energy to people to have enemies in this world because I truly give zero fucks about anyone but like the people that I love but like if you're kikiing with someone who I don't like it's a different story but they're on housewives they have to fucking film with each other Meredith saying like I will never see Jen again like Meredith you guys are co-workers like you have to see her that's literally your job it's your job and she's like I have not done anything to Jennifer Shaw she's like and Meredith was popping off like she was like getting loud like their whole family was in there um, her kids, Lisa's kids, their husband. I'm surprised we got no reaction shots of like the family in the background. <laughs> they were they no. We just that. got like everyone like looking at like that. You know, Brooks like, was living like let them fight. It's housewives. Yeah, but then like I don't know. I'm not. And then like, the twink came out with the like bread. <laughs> Brooks with the bread. Um, but yeah, Meredith popped off, and then that was pretty much like the kind of like Lisa's like Meredith, Meredith, I love you, I love you. And I was like, she just fixes it with her, like, little, like, I love it. I love you. It's almost like Ramona when she just goes to hug someone when they're fighting. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you so much. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's very, that's why I'm like the comparisons, like with Ramona, like, it's not like super like stark or like super like crazy, but like they're there. The similarities are there. I just think that Lisa's probably like a good person and Ramona's not. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that was the Salt Lake City premiere. Then we got the trailer again. We've seen the trailer before. I'm just so excited for the season. I think it's going to be one of like the best housewife seasons, like second seasons, especially like the, the fact that these women are coming out the gate, just like guns blazing, like giving us what we want, what we need. I'm ready for it. I love it. So I'm very excited to see how the season goes. And now we are going to get into our Potomac recap.
say this because I've been thinking this for a while about what happened with Jamal and the things mm. that were brought up. And I wonder if maybe the way that all that stuff came out and the people that were talking about it, Karen was included in that, um, if that had anything to do with you and Jamal kind of going your separate ways. No, that wasn't new information for me. Okay. About the yes. girl, the woman. Yes. So why didn't you say that? All right, guys, let's get into this Potomac episode. Very good episode. No flops so far. Um, we are, you know, we're back in Potomac. Uh, we've been in Potomac after like last week's episode. Um, we start back at the dinner uh, where Candace calls Ashley wide-bodied, which I thought was extremely out of pocket. Extremely. And then she went on this whole rampage about how this wasn't body shaming. And I'm like, you literally called her wide body. It has wide body in it. It has the actual word body in your insult. Your insult is wide body. And you're saying that you're not body shaming somebody. I feel like she like, I feel like she immediately, I I, I feel like I could see in Candace's like face that she She was like, oh shit. Like, oh shit. That was like, way below the belt and i need to like backpedal especially because she had a kid like a month ago like yeah like literally and she's showing up to these events she's still doing her job and like she she bringing the kid to too many events absolutely but she's bringing them to like appropriate events so she didn't i don't know if the uh the goddess garden party was an appropriate event like which the lunch with karen was appropriate that's fine but like i don't know if she needs to bring them to the party uh i kind of see what you're saying but like at the same time it was. It wasn't like she would brought Dean as well, like a little running yeah, toddler Dean was running around. Dean would have been on like, the other baby. Like, was just the baby, that, especially since like, it's her second kid. I feel like she has like a better handle on that. And then also like this. Usually, your second one is like a little bit like chiller at first. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, Dylan. I just found out the child's name last episode. Dylan. 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 Um. But yeah. So they all start talking about like um. You know what, Candace like said like oh like are you you know candace like kind of like apologized and said that she wasn't body shaming but i love when ashley was like well i talk about you all the time too i say that your hair your hair is dry as hell (laughs) (laughs) she was just like giving it back to her it was like funny Mm -hmm. Um, i also love when she said don't open the door you can't close don't open the door you can't close (laughs) long road long road road. that's one of my favorite porsche lines Wrong road, wrong road. Um, but yeah, so then Giselle gives a toast to Robin and Mia invites the girls to the goddess um, little like lunch, goddess party. Um, and then Mia pulls an Alex McCord, which was like my favorite part. Which was, Oh, yes, yes, yes. She was like, I have a message. I have a from message Bethany. from Bethany. <laughs> that's, one of my, that's one of my favorite Alex McCord moments. Um, such a legend in my you're a eyes. mean girl you're a mean girl and while you're, you're mean i'm in brooklyn <laughs> you're a mean girl who's in high school she's meanwhile she's like breaking out in hives okay. um, <laughs> um but yeah so giselle gives us toast they do that um mia says that she has a message that karen and and the message was poorly given that's not what karen said karen was not like i need an apology to move on like karen I think that was we've like, learned that interpreting uh people's words are not mia's strong point no not at all i was like she did like and she just and they even flashed it back where she was just like i just don't want her i just want her to say like death wasn't like the best word to use that's it like 
You can be like, I meant what I said, but I shouldn't have said death. Like the just which like, is all know. Giselle needs to say, but instead she said Karen and Ray will be dead before she gets an apology from me. So she's okay. just doubling down, that which is was, so wrong. That, that was not good. I like literally when I when she said that, I was like, my eyes like got big. I mean, she I was, was like, like, she's like, they will both be dead before I apologize. I was like, uh, Giselle, 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 baby. No, that is not no. the route to go. Like it just was not it. That was very, I didn't like that at all. It gave me a, a icky vibe. And Ashley just said, Giselle, please don't say that. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that. Like, um, come on. It was too much. Um, but yeah, not much, really much from that, the rest of that dinner. But then we cut to um, Karen. And this whole scene was like, kind of hilarious to me this was like peak housewives it was so fucking funny because it's like i love when it's like the produce like when it's like just a delusional moment from a housewife like they were just like and karen is delusional delusional. pure delusion yeah i love karen she's like my favorite but like pure delusion here and then it's just so funny when the producers like show how delusional it is like they, they they're like reminding you they're like by the way um she is not in surrey county she is in she's Potomac. filming a promo video to get people to come to surrey county like it's an attraction and then the camera just pans and says not actually surrey county <laughs> and it shows like the potomac sign and everything like that like i was just like i was like this video is like such a mess and then like also like like the lighting, like they weren't like understanding where to stand or whatever. They are it, it is like a full sunny day. And they chose to like stand like with like the this tree in front of them. And it made zero sense. I was like, I was like, they do not have like anyone helping them out here. It was, I mean, it was a mess. It was honestly a mess. But also I love when they like flash back to like the mayor of Surrey County or whoever that was, being like, we're gonna make this an international destination. Who the fuck is traveling internationally to Surrey County, Virginia? They're coming from, you know, Beijing. They're coming Dubai. from Germany. They're coming from London. <laughs> like all to come, all, all to come to Surrey County. All yeah. of them. Okay. Not no. I don't. I don't. Absolutely not. I don't see it. Oh, and then the other part that had me. This whole segment just had me dying when um, she's like, "They come all the time for our uh, peanuts." Not many people know, but peanuts come in this shell. I was like, "Have you ever been to a baseball game before?" Like, I don't know what you're like. They're everywhere. Everyone knows what like what a peanut. Everyone comes knows in. what a peanut comes in, and she's like <laughs> the the Surrey County ham. Everybody knows about the Surrey County ham. I have never heard of Surrey County. Until I've never heard the, of Surrey until. County. The past two episodes at Never, all ever ever like it's not it's not on my travel list i'll tell you that much it's not on my radar it's actually on mine it's like i want to go to like mykonos paris Surrey county virginia <laughs> <laughs> the next bachelorette trip i go on i'm gonna be like we should go to surrey county guys i think we should go to surrey county <laughs> um, so then we cut to giselle and her um kids and she uh when she said that when she goes benica i was like you know how many times like that that word is like that phrase is like imprinted on my brain from like my mom like but she butchered it how she said it but like like very much like that was my like my mom always said that but giselle was was like likable in this scene yeah i was just gonna say that she's the most likable she's been all season and her daughter grace was in a full beat 
full ass beat. Oh, yeah. I was like, where, where are you going, Grace? She's but her gorgeous. kids are honestly, her kids are gorgeous. I think that her kids are the best part of Giselle. They're like smart women. They're going to grow up to be very smart, independent women. And Giselle, the only reason they're going to be is because they don't want to look like a dumbass like you have on national television. No, so they're going to learn from your mistakes. She's like, I like to lead by example. Yeah, the example is that you're a fucking terrible person who has a terrible picker and they don't even want you with their own father. I know we've talked about this before, but I really, really, I don't care if it's real or not. I really, really, really hate her Versace comforter. I hate it. I hate the Versace comforter and I hate like the fake Versace printed dress that she's wearing. It's not even Versace, the dress. It's just like a print with a, a bunch of print. Yeah. Like I like just, uh, I just really can't stand it. Um, but I so really that- can't stand more than that is her twenty nine nine ninety nine her twenty nine ninety nine shake and go Amazon wig. No, that wig is not. It is so bad. And she's been wearing it like the past few episodes. It's like that wig is so cheap looking. It's synthetic as hell. It It's just, come on. It's crazy because Giselle is so pretty. Like she's probably one of the prettiest housewives. Like, you know. Is, and she's on that show with Portia. Portia has go naked hair. She could easily be like, Portia should send her go naked hair at this point. Yeah. Like, mama, we got to have you looking better on this cast. No, for real. Portia's hair is incredible. It's always like oh, laid. It's always, so it's always so like beautiful. that it's yaki, so that laid. It's so beautiful. Um, so then we cut to Candace and Chris and Candace are still fighting. Um, my opinion on like the last episode, because I didn't get to share what my thoughts were with this whole situation, is that Candace should pay Chris. She shouldn't expect Chris to just like be like her like slave. Like there's a difference between like being at your support system and like helping you out and then like actually doing a legit job for you. Like Chris Jenner gets paid. Right. It's a cut. She's not just like, she's not just like, she's not just like their momager. Right. Just as like there because it's like, Oh, like your mom. And he's supposed to show up to music videos for free. And honestly, like, you can't be making that much money off of this, Candace. Like, he still should work and be making in money so you have two incomes in the house. Yeah. And if exactly. he can't do it, you have to understand it and be like, okay, he can't do it. But then at the same time, Chris shouldn't even, like, let her have that kind of expectation. No. Like, he should have set the, he should have set the expectations, the like, like, to begin with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like he did not do that. So... Like that's on him. Also from going back to like the fight in the last episode, since that fight with Chris happened three hours before, like she was mad at Chris. So she took that energy that she was mad at Chris for and then like put it onto Ashley. Yeah. And truly what has Ashley ever done to Candace other than like stand up for Monique? What has she actually done to her? Like, she's- I thought, did, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Ashley the one who brought Candace like into the fold? I don't remember. Wasn't because it they were both pageant girls and they knew each other from like the pageant circuit? Um, was it Asher? Was it Monique? It was no, Monique. No, no, it wasn't. Was Monique. it Monique? No, because there's that clip where Monique meets Candace and she's like, oh, and she oh, has she's like, like funny. And then she's like, oh, yeah. she kind of like is kind of crazy. And she's like, she's like, and then she like kind of it seems like she's gonna hit you and you just want to kind of hit her right back like, you know i was like i was like that clip did not age well at all um, i think it was ashley i think ashley. it was ashley and so it's just kind of weird that like their friendship has, has like, like not this gotten back on track. towards her and it's like just very much one-sided like i think that ashley brings up something in candace that candace cannot stand and it might be something about the kids or like how unbothered candace or ashley is and candace is so bothered at everything and ashley's just very cool calm and collected Mm-hmm. And I think something in her just really riles Candace up. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's a lot at this point. Like, calm down, bro. Yeah. Bro, but, you know. Um, But yeah, it's just very, it's kind of 
weird. I don't, I feel like there's certain housewives that get brought on and you can tell that they've like known the women for like a long time, like Dorinda, or like, I think that Jenny has known Lisa, Lisa for like, yeah. Like 10 I mean, she kept talking about them bumping bellies, so them bumping bellies, but Candace was probably brought on as like, Oh, this really pretty girl who's like worked for Barack Obama that I like walked past in the hallway at a pageant one time, I think would be perfect. And they're like, Oh yeah, bring her on. And they're like, she's like, I know Candace for such a lot. You know, like, it's like very like, yeah, I don't think she's been like, she probably didn't even tell production about her production probably just found her. Yeah. And and was was like, like, okay, now we have to find a way to, yeah, we have to find a way to introduce her into the group, which it's done more seamlessly with other housewives than it is with some. Right. Um, so then we cut to Wendy. This scene was so beautiful. It was beautiful, but it was also heartbreaking and like gut like it was just like I mean, it was like a beautiful scene of like her communication with like her kids, but it was so talk like talking about intelligent hard. kids. Those kids are gonna grow up to be fucking like so intelligent and just so like well-spoken, well-mannered, like her, they're teaching them so right. And mm. yeah, it was heartbreaking when she said it's unfair. Black parents have to break their children's injustice to have, or break their children's innocence to have them face the injustice in our world. I was like, fuck, that is so true. Like it's so heartbreaking that she has to tell like basically a nine-year-old kid about what's going on in the world and like how countless times black people are being murdered by police. And it's like, they have to see that on the news and that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. And though when like, like Eddie, the way he like described it, you know, and both like him and Wendy were just like, you know, there's like people that like, there's a lot of bad people in the world. And sometimes some of them become cops and like they do bad things. Um, It was just heartbreaking, but the kids response like was so beautiful to watch. Like the way that like her kids want to like help the world and know that they want to help the world at like such a young age. It's sad that those kids have to be put in that position, but it's just amazing to see I mean, they have like these incredibly like well-spoken, intelligent, like smart, educated parents who are going to fucking teach them the way and those kids can become like the future. It's going to be amazing. I mean, Wendy is so fucking smart. Like watching that clip of her on CNN, she's just like such a good commentator. She's amazing at her job. And like, it's so sucks that they were like earlier in the season taking away from how like just great she is on CNN from like, because she changed her body recently or whatever. But it goes to show that like people can raise great kids. Uh-huh. I agree. I love I I I loved that moment, but it made me sad at the same time that that yeah. even has to be a conversation that has to be had. Yeah, um, I mean it was beautiful that we had like a nine-year-old talking about like Martin Luther King and how he wants to change the world the same way. I was like, fuck man, like do it. Like it was it really brought like a mm-hmm. lot of emotion to me. I agree. Um, so then uh we cut from Wendy and her kids to Karen and Ashley are meeting up. Um Karen uh is talking about the possibility of her having grandkids one day and she wants did to be you notice that when diamonds um, <laughs> diamond did you notice when ashley came in and karen saw the kid her mouth said oh but her face said mm. no it was, uh, it, was oh, it was giving very mo seeing kids besides his uh and my angel my besides queen. your niece um but diamond <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> can you imagine like a little kid going, like hi diamond diamond oh. Do you want to go to Diamond's house today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, get your get your things. We're going to Diamond's house. Oh, look, Diamond bought you this. <laughs> very, very weird. Um, but then they start talking, and then Karen, Karen also does body shame a little bit sometimes. 
I mean, she will not give up Giselle's fat pussy. I know. She's like, she's wiggling that. (laughs) She's been wiggling that vagina around for years and we don't say anything about it. She's like, we don't judge That fat vagina. (laughs) I mean, mean, fat vagina is a little bit funnier than saying that someone's fat when they're postpartum. I understand like like, where like you're coming from where it's like, yeah, you shouldn't come for someone who absolutely, you know, but then at the same time, you should keep that energy for anyone who's like, I don't think. No, no, I totally agree. I just think that saying that someone has a fat vagina is kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sorry, Uh, I just think it's funny. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, That's rude. T. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we cut to Mia and it's time for the goddess party. Escala looks amazing. She looks like She's like serving this like Ethiopian goddess look. Wendy looked drop dead gorgeous. Gorgeous. That whatever was it a jumpsuit like that jumpsuit was flowing. It was stunning. Her hair was stunning. Everything about it. I would like audibly gas. I was like, now wow. what did you think of uh, Candace's wig? Um, it was very much so. When I cut all my hair off, I kept telling everybody that I have Tony Braxton hair now. So it was <laughs> reminding me of Tony Braxton very much. Um, break my heart, unbreak my heart. Say you love me again. Um, but I will say that the worst, worst outfit at this entire fucking dinner, which had me at a loss, was Robin. What the fuck was she wearing? It was like a homecoming dress. Like she went to Dillard. She said, goddess party, say less. And she was wearing like a satin blue homecoming <laughs> dress that was T-length. Karen, Karen thought it was pretty. Karen just wants to be nice with Robin. Like uh, Robin also was like, Karen, you have a great sense of humor. She's like, Robin, I actually learned that from you. <laughs> she just wants to be friendly with her. But that dress was Dillard's and it was just sending me. I was like, I don't understand how she got goddess and got to this dress yeah very off um but the women are all going around and saying nice things about each other um when uh mia not mia ashley and candace have like kind of like this struggle to say something nice about each other but they end up doing it um and then it gets to giselle and wendy and they discuss their issues Wendy pretty much in her confessionals, like, you know, I don't, I'm not really buying what Giselle's like selling me and we're just putting this on pause. Like, it's just basically yeah. like, I, I I feel like Wendy though, at this point, like, I feel like Giselle has said like what she needs to say, all that she can say possibly. Yeah. Um, and and just Wendy, never gonna win Wendy, Wendy is now. like, I'm dragging this fight out so that I have something to contribute to the season. Because, you know, especially like now, like that she's like in the press going like, I can't wait to rip Giselle to shreds at the reunion. I go, you're just like, you know what? You know, the housewives game now a little bit too well. Like Wendy's Mm -hmm. really smart. So like, but it's showing, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like giving that. It is. But I mean, also Giselle came for her fucking family. Like, I wouldn't let that die down at all. No, I agree. But I'm coming for you. But I do think like. What else do you want Giselle to say besides like I'm sorry that I like I didn't mean? I mean, she this was the first way. time she gave her an I'm sorry. Like she didn't give her I'm sorry after she didn't shoot her a text. She didn't try to call. Like you yeah. came for my fucking family and then didn't reach out at all. Like you're vile. Yeah, no, true. I like uh, I, Wendy kept saying I received that. I received she that. Always I'm gonna says, start, I I'm gonna start that. saying that to people. I received that. I received that. Your message was delivered. It it sent. It sent. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm responding. It's not, I'm not, but I received that. I received it, but I'm leaving you on red. 
Um, but yeah, and then Giselle and uh, uh, Karen start talking about their problems. And yeah, what Gis- does she say? She's like, I'm not the person that tries to destroy his family. That's Karen. Whose family has Karen ever tried to destroy on this show? Like, when did that happen? Karen wasn't the one holding the binder. All Karen said was, is Jamal coming? <laughs> it, uh, that's it. And they keep flashing back to Monique every episode this season because she obliterated Giselle that hard. And it's like, Karen didn't do shit. She just sat there and agreed, just like how you've done with people countless times. And they did this montage of Giselle, like, apologizing. It's like, Giselle, yeah, you have to apologize because you continuously act like an asshole. Yeah. So you continuously have reasons to apologize for. So um, having to apologize again is just because you are continuously being a dick. I did like how we finally got to hear Giselle saying that it did hurt her because, you know, like we all like it's she's always I'm glad that. Well, we've always just saw we just saw all of her face. Of course, she was hurt like that. Like that moment was like, sh- like shook. Like I like it, like yeah. shook me to my core. It shook the whole. That was one of the biggest reads in Housewife history. Yeah, it's going to go down in reunion in Housewife history, like period. And she was like, she didn't have anything to say. Of course, she was really hurt about it. But then she reveals that she knew about this information, which I'm sure she did. A lie. That was a lie. No, I, I think like, she did. I just I think, think she, she did. Like, who told it to about it? Jamal did. She was Jamal. lying. Giselle's she was such lying a- about Jamal telling her. But I think she knew the information. Oh, she knew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I but agree with you there. I No, but I think that Jamal did not tell her. I think she found out and she confronted Jamal and then Jamal told her. And then yeah. she was like, don't make I also like don't think that her and Jamal were ever together again. Like, no, I think I that was either. all for TV. I don't think they even speak that often. But and she also probably she, was like, but she probably was like, you need to lay low because my storyline is that we're together. So if you're going to go fuck around in Atlanta, you just make and, sure that your bitches don't talk about it. Exactly. I like also when she made up that her kids were hurt, your kids did not give two shits about this. No, your like, kids your were kids hurt that hurt. you were faking a relationship with their father for television. That's why exactly. your kids were hurt. They were more hurt for that than anything. So was, but they both like apologize, sort of, and they're gonna like vow that this is like a clean slate, but I do not think this is the last of Karen V. Giselle. So it's, it is what it is. I'm not finished talking. I mean, when I'm on a roll, damn it, I'm on a roll. Okay, good. This group is special. And so let's, I feel like a clean slate needs to be, let's just try to move forward in the, in the spirit of respect. Look at you. Well, thank you. That was beautiful. Hell has frozen over. (laughs) I told you she had it in her. Mm, The I'm happy that we are resetting. Um, A hug maybe? No, no, not no. today. All right, well, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. And I'm also kind of getting a little tired of this Karen and Giselle thing. Like, let's move it forward. If you guys hate each it's other. It's funny, like certain things in the episodes, like here and there. And they're like, they're little feuds. But when it's like a big, like they're not speaking and it's clearly like pulled out of thin air. Like, I mean, I love Karen. I'm a Karen stand, but like Karen's reaching by pulling a storyline from season two. It's that she obviously like. Okay, season two aired a long time ago. Karen. A very long time. Like, ago. If you had an issue with this, like you could have brought this up like a, a long time ago. And yeah. Giselle, stop being messy and stop with like I'd be more. I now it's gonna reignite when Karen sees what Giselle said at that dinner. Oh yeah, and I mean I hope someone tells her. Like I hope someone is messy and tells her soon. Ashley, we're a- counting on I you. Mean, <laughs> have no fear, Ashley Darby's coming to save the day. She's gonna crack open that Corona light and be like, you know what, Karen. Actually, <laughs> she said, Giselle she wants, said she wants, she wants you dead both too. of you dead. <laughs> and is waiting on an apology. 
I send this message to her. Okay. I want her to text and say, I regret using the word death. And we are good. <laughs> okay, so Mia, tell her she'll be dead before I apologize. Say it just like that. Her and Ray will be dead before I apologize. Please don't say that. She said death to all of them. Death to all of them. Death. Also, um, did you catch when Candace was like, or when Giselle was like, Candace, so we're all going to be in your music video? And she's like, no, not Ashley. She wasn't invited. <laughs> she was like, she's like, all of us? And she's like, yeah. And then she's like, even Ashley? She goes, no. <laughs> Ashley's just sitting there eating that strawberry. And like, Ashley's like, I don't care. Unbothered queen. Ashley's like, I don't care. I wasn't expecting to be in it anyway. You didn't invite me on your vacation. You think I'm going to be in your music video? At all. But yeah, Ashley is, you know. Also, Ashley said that this way was moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> but this was a good episode. I'm excited for um, the next one as well. And there's been no filler episodes this season. There's been yeah. maybe a few filler scenes, but like it's still moving everyone's story along. Like yeah. this episode had so many good scenes. It had that beautiful conversation with Wendy and her kids. It had the lunch with Karen, which is moving out the fight with Giselle and Karen along. Had the fight in the beginning and then this dinner at the end. And it's going to get good. I'm excited. I'm ready for the um, the salad toss whenever that's going to happen. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting about that. Like, when do they go left? I know. It's, you know, they're, it's going to happen soon. It is. Um, but, yeah, our Sundays are fantastic now because we have I'm Potomac so excited and Salt Lake back to back. And that's our Potomac recap. All right. And that is our latest episode of It's About Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening. All of our new listeners. Hello. Welcome. Thank you guys for subscribing and following us on our socials uh, at about underscore Bravo. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Keep an eye out for new content. We want to talk a little bit more about pop culture and see what you guys are into. What other shows you guys watch? Let us know. We've talked about Survivor, Big Brother, um, different shows in uh you know the reality tv circuit and then also you know we have the met gala to, well today and yeah. uh mo is all about that our fashion course i'm going to be literally going insane i'm going to do some live story post on the about bravo page so look out for that the met gala is truly my super bowl it nothing makes me more excited and i'm so ready So we're very excited and thank you guys so much for coming on this journey with us. And we're so ready to talk more Potomac, Salt Lake and Beverly Hills. We have Jersey, we have Atlanta, we have all these things coming and we have Vanderpump Rules coming. Vanderpump Rules, Winter House. Yeah. And Housewives All-Stars. So buckle up guys and make sure uh, you're ready for the ride and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.